you've probably heard people say, be kind, because everyone is going through something. Well, that really hit home for me the other day. I was in a different city, and someone mentioned that they had been listening to the podcast. Thank you. And when I thanked her and I asked how she found it, she simply just said one word. Grief. It's been seven years, she said. Sometimes it feels like yesterday. Oof. Have you ever felt like that? It made me realize how we all deal with sadness in our own way, but we all feel it just the same. I mean, have you noticed how the feeling of losing someone never really goes away? And it's like it becomes a part of us. So I started thinking, what if we had a special place inside our hearts for when we're feeling down? A place that we actually can't visit, but one that makes us feel better just by thinking about it. So today, there are no ads. There are no interruptions. This is a special episode. And I want to share with you a place that I'm calling the Whispering Garden. It's not a real place that you can go to, but I want you to imagine it as a a peaceful spot in your mind. And in this garden, there are feelings of sadness, but there's also some feelings of hope. And they come together softly, right? Like these vines that are growing on an old wall. They intertwine, and it's beautiful. But what if we could go to this place in our minds to help us feel just a little bit better on those days that aren't so great? Here, let me take you there. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Losing someone special is something we all face. It's a tough part of life that can make us feel alone. The sadness from this loss, I mean, it becomes a part of us, changing us in various ways. So I want you to imagine a place in your mind that's like a beautiful garden. I know, it feels almost absent, right? But this is a place where you can sit quietly with your sadness. You can, and it's okay. Because we're going to learn from it. And gradually we're going to find that this is a place of also strength, of healing. Sadness is okay. Healing is okay. So I want to take a walk through this imaginary garden together, okay? If you are in a safe space, and if you can, feel free to close your eyes. So the very first part of this garden, it's a path, and I'm calling this the path of acceptance. Oh, sometimes that word is so hard. So as we enter this garden, we first see a group of tall oak trees. These trees are strong. Their branches are reaching high into the sky, up into the heavens. These trees, they're showing us the kind of strength that we have inside of us. Because accepting loss, it's hard. It takes time. But you're strong. Just like these trees, you are like these oak trees. Yes, they get beaten. 
There's storms, but their arms are still lifting high into the heavens every day. We go through so many tough emotions like denial and anger and sadness and confusion. But standing among these strong trees, we are reminded that when we start to accept this loss, it's the first step in healing. It's also one of the hardest ones. These oaks, these oak trees that represent how strong you are with their roots deep into the ground, they teach us about being steady. They show us that no matter the storm, they're strong. Accepting that loss is real is not forgetting the people that we've lost or moving on without them, not at all. But it's about letting ourselves feel our emotions and seeing how things are different. But we can still begin to heal. Because being in this grove of these strong, beautiful oak trees, it, it shows us that it takes bravery to accept our loss. Facing the sadness, feeling it fully, and just all-encompassing, just experiencing it, and recognizing that, yes, this is difficult and this is sad. But through this, through this acceptance, we slowly begin to rebuild our lives. And then, not just, like I said, moving on or forgetting, but we rebuild our lives in a way that remembers, that honors that loved one. Taking this step towards acceptance is where our healing begins. It doesn't push our pain away, but it helps us live with it, allowing us to keep loving, allowing us to keep remembering the loves that we've lost. But these oak trees that represent your strength, they are just a reminder of how strong you are. And the strength is not about avoiding our pain, but facing it bravely, walking through it, just like we're walking through this forest, letting it change us, finding ways to move forward, finding ways to move forward with love, and finding ways to move forward with our memories that are in our hearts. And this is just the start of our journey and a journey that's going to teach us how facing our loss can lead to healing, can lead to hope, can lead to some beautiful memories, which then brings us to a gorgeous stream that I'm calling the Stream of Memories. So as we're walking through this garden, the Whispering Garden, we come up to a calm stream. Now, the stream is special because it's like a mirror that shows us all the memories that we have of people we've lost. Every time the water ripples, it's like it's telling us a story about a moment that we shared with them or something really important that they taught us. Right? And standing by this stream, that soft sounds, we're asked to think about these memories. 
Grief is strange because it, it makes us hold on to these memories because they are all that we have left. But at the same time, they make us feel better. Grief is strange. It makes us hold on to these memories because they are all that we have left. But at the same time, they make us feel better because they remind us of the love that we've shared. But the interesting thing about watching this stream is we see how the water keeps moving. We see how the water is just changing. And it's always there, just flowing. Our memories and our feelings, they're a lot like this stream. And sometimes remembering someone we miss makes us feel incredibly sad because we wish we could have more moments with them, right? But other times those same memories, they can make us smile because we're so thankful for the time that we did have together. And the stream shows us that it's normal for our feelings to change over time, just like this stream. It's okay to feel sad, and it's okay to feel happy when we think about the people that we've loved, when we think about the people that we've lost. Because these memories, they're important because they help us keep the connection with those people, even though they're not with us anymore. And also this stream helps us see how going through difficult times, like losing someone, how it can change us. Just like the stream shapes the land it flows through, our experiences with loss, well, it shapes us as well. It makes us stronger, more understanding, and more able to feel for others. It's not just a straight path, though. Just like the stream, how it has its twists and its turns, the process of grief does the same. It shows us that healing takes time and happens in its own way. So this stream of memories, it's teaching us quite a bit about grief, quite a bit about love. But it tells us that even though we've lost someone, the love we have for them and the memories that we share, it keeps going. It keeps growing. And it helps us find our way to peace. So when you're thinking about this dream, ask yourself how the people that we've lost continue to be a part of our lives. How do they influence the way that we think? And the choices we make. How do we connect now with others? And in thinking about this, we realize that our loved ones, even though they're no longer with us, they still play a really big role in our lives, guiding us, helping us become better. So let me ask, how do our memories of the people we've lost help us deal with our sadness and start to feel better. Next, we come to this beautiful bridge that's over this stream. I'm calling this the Bridge of Understanding. So crossing this charming wooden bridge, I'm sure we all have the same one in our mind. This is a really crucial point. 
Don't underestimate how important this bridge is. Because it's the space between grief and hope. This bridge isn't just a, a physical crossing. It represents the moment that we start to see things differently. This bridge shows us that grief and hope can exist together. I'm going to say that again. This bridge, the bridge of understanding, shows us that grief and hope, they can exist together, each giving meaning to each other. When we're standing on this bridge, we're in a place of transition. It's a bit like being between two chapters in a book, right? We've come from a, a place of deep sadness, and now we're moving toward a place where we can start to see even just the tiniest, tiniest glimmers of hope. It doesn't mean we forgot our loss or that it stops hurting, but instead it means that we start to see our loss as part of a bigger picture where good and bad, joy or sorrow, they coexist. Because this bridge teaches us about healing, about moving forward, and shows us that healing isn't about leaving grief behind, but about learning to carry it with us in a way that still leaves room, still leaves room for joy and for love and yes, even new experiences. But it's about understanding that our hearts are big enough. Your heart is big enough to hold both sadness for what we've lost and gratitude for what we still have. But this bridge also reminds us that everyone crossing this bridge, it's at their own pace. Each of us finds our own path through grief at our own pace. Some days we might feel ready to take a step forward. And you know what? Other days we might just need to pause and just look back. And that's okay. It's all part of the process. But it's standing on this bridge that we see that hope is not just a distant dream. It's not. It's a real possibility. Right? It's in the memories that we cherish. It's in the connections that we make with others. And it's in realizing that even though we face loss, we can still find reasons to smile, to love, to laugh, to keep going. And so as we cross this bridge from grief to hope, I want us to carry with us the understanding that grief is just part of the many seasons. Which then leads us to the meadow of connection. So after crossing this bridge, we enter a bright, welcoming meadow. This place bathed in sunlight is where we come together to share our stories of loss, to share the strength that we have found through it. And it's a really special place it reminds us that we're not going through this grief alone. We're surrounded by the stories of so many others. And we discover that, you know what, opening up and hearing the stories from others and the comfort of knowing 
others are experiencing this too. What a united feeling, right? I mean, this teaches us that while our grief is so personal, so unique, so individual, it's also something that connects us all, right? It's like a language that we all speak when we're at our most vulnerable. But this meadow, this meadow of connection, it's a place of healing. It's a place of understanding. It's where we share our stories. We're not just talking about our losses. We're also talking about moving forward, moving through our grief, and the moments of hope that surprise us and all that we are discovering within ourselves. Because this act of sharing, it's powerful. It breaks down the walls that we actually typically build around us, right? We, we build these walls around our pain. But it breaks down these walls, showing us that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have moments of weakness. It's okay to be human. And this meadow, it, it also shows us the strength that comes from being vulnerable. When we open up about our struggles, we give others permission to do the same. And this creates a really beautiful bond, a sense of just being together, of belonging, that can be so comforting during the most difficult times. We're not alone in our pain. You're not alone. And others have walked paths similar to yours, similar to mine. But the great thing is together, we can find a way through all of this, through connection. This is a place where we learn from each other, hearing how others have navigated their grief, their dreams, their strategies they've used to find the moments of peace, and that, the, that they've created the memory of their loved ones, and how that can inspire us and give us new ideas for coping with our own loss. And, Remind us that there's not just one way to grieve. But when we begin to share these stories, and when we hear the stories of others, we begin to see that there are glimmers of hope. That there is the possibility of healing. Because it shows us that our ability to love, to remember, and to continue living it's what defines us, not the loss. Did you hear that? This ability, this shows us our ability to love, our ability to remember, and most importantly, our ability to continue living. Because that is what defines us, not the loss. So as we stand in this meadow of connection, I ask you to embrace the opportunity to share. I ask you to embrace the opportunity to listen, to find strength in our shared vulnerabilities, and to build some solidarity in all of this that we're going through together. And to be reminded that while we are enduring this pain, we can still reach out for hope and healing. And then we come to the garden 
of renewal. Now, this is a really special place that's in the middle of the Whispering Garden. It's full of the most beautiful plants and flowers. For me personally, I'm imagining sunflowers because they were my favorite. But this shows us that we can get through difficult times and see new growth. Because this garden is, helps us see that even when we are sad, and there are those days, and we accept that, there's also hope. There's also <laughs> sunflowers. And this place, this garden of renewal, it shows us a really valuable lesson. That being sad, going through hard times, it can actually help us grow. It can actually help us connect more with others. Because it tells us not to forget our sadness. No one's asking that. But to let it be part of our story. To let it make our lives richer in ways that we didn't expect. Because our story, our the stories, those memories, those dreams that we have with the people that we've lost. But this garden reminds us that feeling sad, it's just one part of life. I'm going to say that again because it's so important. It reminds us that feeling sad is just one part of life. One part. But it can also lead to new starts. It can also lead to stronger bonds with other people, stronger connections and, and friendships. And it encourages us to stay in friendships and relationships. And it, it, it encourages us to stay hopeful, even when things look bleak. Because good things will still happen. Being in this garden makes us feel ready to embrace change. Believing in healing. Believing in hope. It shows us how to learn from our sadness, using the love and the memories of those that we've missed to be the light forward. So as we begin to finish our walk through this whispering garden, and we come back to where we started, we realize we can change, we can heal. This garden with its paths of acceptance and remembering, it's understanding, it's connecting, starting anew. It shows us that there is a way through our sadness. It shows us that there is a way to find hope. But thinking back on this walk, we see that every part of this garden is like a piece of our own stories of losing someone and then healing. It shows us that going through grief is something that we all share which then brings us closer together in so many ways. But it is showing us that going through grief is something that we all share, which then brings us closer together, which builds that support amongst others. So as we leave this whispering garden, I want to remind you of your strength. I want to remind you that it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel lost. And it's also okay to feel happy again, to find sparks of joy, of life. But this garden whispers to us that even in the most difficult times, there is always a chance for new beginnings, new growth, and even new hope. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. May you find peace 
knowing that we are each walking through this garden of life together. As always, be kind to your mind. And join me again next time as we calm it down. To find more episodes of Comet Down, see where I may be appearing in your area, or just simply want to know where to send me some chocolate chip cookies, visit cometdownpodcast.com. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and not intended, nor should they, serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you. And you should only act upon the advice of this physician. Now, I'm an extreme empath by nature. But my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or a physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this in future podcast episodes to aid those needs. So to find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit cometdownpodcast.com. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review, or better yet, share it with a friend. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come, as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of mental and emotional health. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. And until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me again as we calm it down.